Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story involving Mr. Beast. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my father threatened to end me. Hello people of Reddit, I hope everyone's having a good march so far. I have a story for you all. A story about my father, or what used to be my father. When I was 8, I went over to a friend's house to hang out after school. We were out back jumping on his trampoline when I accidentally double bounced him and he tripped and fell off of the trampoline. I ran down to check on him and he wasn't hurt, just scared. I helped take him inside and his mom helped him from there. I just sat down and did my homework so I could be busy while my friend was being tended to. He came out and sat down on the couch and watched TV. I finished my homework and joined him soon after. We were laughing and having fun again in no time. My dad showed up around an hour later and he was pissed. He didn't say a word, he just pointed to the car and stared at me like I was a prisoner. I went to the car and started to freak out. I hadn't done anything wrong, right? Well, my dad seemed to think otherwise. We got home and my stepmom just looked appalled to even be associated with me. She just pointed to the office and I sat down on the bed there and waited. I heard some murmurs coming from the kitchen and my dad came in and started to take off his belt. That already scared me. My dad yelled at me to take off my pants because he was going to teach me a lesson. I reluctantly did so, but when I looked up at him, he wasn't my father anymore. It looked like him, and sounded like him, and even acted like him, but it wasn't him. My fight or flight response kicked in and I started to kick at him while backing up while on the bed. The thing grabbed my legs and slammed me onto the floor and screamed at me, Next time you do something like that, Brad, I'll break your neck. I was stunned. Did my father say that to me? I went emotionless. No more tears, no more smile, no more anything. I looked at the doorway and my stepmom was standing there smiling very ominously. That night I went to bed hungry and begging for death. I cried for my real mom, the one who I knew would protect me. And that next day I went to her house for the weekend. I told her everything. She wanted to just run away with me then and there, but she didn't even have the money to fill the car up. I just cried and hugged my mama. Yes, I'm an adult and I'll call my mom mama every now and then, deal with it. She promised to get me out of there as soon as she could, and 10 years later it finally happened. I got out and my mom took me in. I've been happy and genuinely felt loved for a long time now. I love all of you guys. You honestly have given me a space to vent and I can't be more grateful. I hope people who have gone through the same thing or something similar has gotten therapy like I did. Stay safe all. Although OP had to experience some very traumatic things, I'm glad that things seem relatively alright now for OP. I'm sure it wasn't easy at all throughout those 10 years, but now they can look back on it and know that they made it. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. This next story is Karen being entitled or just a moron. This is a short and lighthearted story. This story might not be that interesting, but might make someone laugh. This happened before I was born, so probably around three decades ago. 
My parents lived in a small town where my mom ran an at-home daycare and there really wasn't any issues. Even the family dog, Golden, was really gentle with the kids and there was mutual respect between them. However, in steps Karen whose two boys attended the daycare. She claimed that the dog bit one of her kids and you know how small towns are, rumors spread quick. Of course, my parents denied her claim and asked to see the bite mark. The bite mark was not that of a large dog, but a toddler. This idiot couldn't actually tell the difference between the bite mark of a large dog and the bite mark of a toddler. There's nothing I despise more than some totally clueless person trying to harm an innocent animal. Because let's be real, if any shadow of a doubt was cast on this dog that maybe this dog did attack, God forbid what they might be forced to do involving the dog. Our next story is financial abuse. So I got my tax return today. I was planning on using it to pay off my credit card debt, but my mother's constantly having her hands out for my money, even though I was the one who worked for it. This woman has stolen $2,700 from me before when I was 15. My tax return was only $1,200, but I owe $2,100 on my credit card because of some bad decisions I made, and I need a new mattress because my current one is broken and makes my back ache. My mother knows I can't afford to give, but doesn't give a freak. She lacks empathy. I really don't understand how she can treat her own child like an object and expect to be rewarded for it. I mean, this is the kind of thing where down the road, you kind of cut them off and you distance yourself and, you know, you have your parents sitting there thinking to themselves, how come my kid never talks to me? How come my kid always wants to avoid me? Maybe because you just take and take and take and take advantage of your kid and treat them as like a money generator. Our next story is, how can my husband and I set up safe boundaries with his helicopter parents? I, 30-year-old female, have been married to my husband, 32-year-old male, for about two years now. This summer will mark our second anniversary. Now, to not rant on and ramble frustrations out, I'll do my best to explain everything. His parents seem to be helicopter parents and try to control him and his life. It got worse when we became homeless and had to move in with them. They helped us get this house and we put down the first month's rent and security deposit. We paid for this month on our own. Now, last night, they blew a fuse because our car got impounded. His dad and big brother yelled at him, saying where his money was going, etc. My husband tried to explain that we'd been without income for five months and the interest rates just grew and we'd incurred about 2000 cents. They didn't listen and just started to yell at him for hours. Now, to give more context, my in-laws legit live behind our house. So, they're essentially our neighbors. They keep treating my husband like he's still a child. But what I don't understand is that my in-laws only treat their last three children this way. They had seven children altogether, and my husband and his brothers are treated completely differently. His oldest brother is being treated like the golden child, and that if he throws a tantrum, my husband would have to do what he wasn't going to do. Thankfully, he's been setting his foot down with that, but this morning my father-in-law made a proposition that he'd get our car out of impound, but that there was a condition, that we'd have to let his wife control our finances. I got furious at that and we're not planning to take that offer. We already have a financial plan to get it out by this Sunday once he gets his fourth check. Before the pandemic hit, my husband had an amazing job, but was one of the many workers who got laid off and has struggled to get another job since. He did have two part-time jobs after that, but they cut his hours by a lot, to the point where he wasn't making anything more than $50 a check. 
He's a really hard worker and it's been killing him that he's been struggling to get work. Furthermore, he's had I think four interviews since we've been in the new house. But he got the usual spiel of we're considering a different person for the position. He's been super depressed and we're on a fixed income at the moment until he can get a part-time position or even a full-time job that earns more than our fixed income. I just don't know where to go and help guide my husband to set these financial boundaries with his parents. They've overstepped and I know his mom does it out of concern, but it's getting too out of hand. Despite us showing them how we've covered 3000 in expenses before the pandemic hit us, but they still question what we were doing with our money and why the car got impounded. My husband's only just getting his third check after having my in-home support services reinstated. It's going to take several checks to stabilize on this much of a fixed income. I just need some advice, Reddit. How do we move forward? I think the main issue I'm dealing with here is where is the overstepping actually happening? I could totally understand not wanting them to outright be able to control the finances, but let's be real, your car is in impound. Honestly, it sounds like they're just very concerned and want to help. To me, not having a complete grasp of the entire situation, it sounds like OP's more or less trying to push the help away. This next story is, Mom stole my money and berated me for wanting it back. Okay, it's been a long time since I last posted here. As a quick summary, the entire side of my mom's family is an entitled freakups, and so is my mom. I was doing great for a few months because I don't see her too often, and yesterday she acted up. So yesterday, I was on some urgent business and I went to grab some cash from my wallet only to find it empty, even to the pennies. But thanks to the power of technology, I managed to pay with a QR code, so it's all good. Long story short, I asked my mom if she took some money off of my wallet and she said yes, with no remorse. Then I asked nicely for her to return it back, but she said she spent it already and to not make it a big deal, since it's only a hundred bucks. I told her that I needed for my transportation fees. I have a fear of telling her that I'm short on money for reasons that will shortly be clear, and she yelled at me for being wasteful and that I should save my money. I once again asked her to return the money and she said, later, I'll do it later. But when I had to transfer some money to her, she wants me to pay up ASAP. The hypocrisy. She returned the money back, but since then, she's been calling me a stingy child who's ungrateful to her mother who raised her. And the fact that I asked for the money back, mind you, that was my money that she stole from my wallet, makes me a sinful child with no faith in God. What the freak? It's been a few hours since then, but her words keep reverberating through my head. Honestly, it might be hard to do so, but I would take her words and let them go in one year and out the other. I mean, if she's literally going to try to guilt trip you that hard for not just letting her get away with taking a hundred bucks from your wallet, I mean, just don't even tolerate it. Don't do not give that behavior the time of day. This next story is parents demanding to skip line at a restaurant because they're parents. This happened a few months ago, but I stumbled across the sub on a video, so I decided to share this story. Me and my sister, 20-year-old male, 20-year-old female, were traveling together to the small touristic town in the southern region of our country. One night, we wanted to go to a restaurant. We didn't know how popular it was, and it was kind of crowded when we arrived, so there was a line to get in. There were maybe eight people or families in front of us. We decided to wait anyway because we had time. It was raining and the line wasn't exactly inside the restaurant, 
but it was in a covered area, so it wasn't raining on us or on anyone else in line. Say about half an hour later, there were two people in front of us and maybe three or four behind when a couple arrived. The husband's holding a toddler and there's a little boy following them. They stop, look at the line, look at each other, the wife picks up the toddler and immediately goes up to the lady in charge of the line, demanding that she lets them in. The lady asks if they have a reservation. She says no. She then tries to explain that without a reservation, they can't cut the line for obvious reasons. Then the wife goes, don't you see I have a baby with me? Me and my sister were watching all of it and we saw the husband pushing the little boy so he would stand next to his mother. Then she goes, I have two kids with me, you have to let us in. There's no other families with children here, they can wait. The lady very patiently repeats what she had said before. The mother doesn't stop. It's raining on us. It wasn't. My kids are going to get sick. If my kids get sick, it'll be your fault. You have to get a table for us and let us in right now. Then she called her husband and he started repeating the same thing she was saying, that they had the right to cut the line because they had kids. The kids should be prioritized over the adults in line. Kids were hungry and were going to get sick, etc. They eventually left, complaining and cursing the lady who was just doing her job. I don't blame the kids for the parents' behavior, but it wasn't a nice scene to watch and it definitely was an awful example for them. Eventually, we were able to get in and the food was really good, so at least our night wasn't ruined. This is one of those situations where you're never going to say it out loud, but in your mind you go, congratulations, you had sex and you popped a baby out. That doesn't make you any more entitled than any other person in line. Harsh, but true. Our next story is, mom gets very upset that I'm independent and don't always take her advice. I'm 23 year old female and my mom is 54. I'm the only child of my parents and I've always been close with both of them. I graduated college in May 2022 and started dating my current boyfriend in April 2022. I've been working as a teacher since August 2022. I've become very independent from making my own money to living with my boyfriend. I feel like this upsets and angers my mom and I feel like she wants to control me even though I'm a responsible adult. Since October, I've had a plethora of medical issues which haven't resolved from a general surgeon's intervention a few times. I asked the surgeons back in November if seeing a specialist would have been beneficial, but they didn't think so at the time. So I followed their orders. The whole time, my mom was very opinionated about the whole thing and has always lacked trust in doctors for whatever reason. She was upset and still reminds me to this day, despite it being March, that I should have advocated. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Educated for myself more and seeing the specialist, constantly making me feel bad about it and how I prolonged any healing. I explained that I obviously can't go back in time and have to make the best of the situation now, but it's never a sufficient answer. Another thing with her is drinking. My boyfriend, 27-year-old male, and I are clearly of legal drinking age and like to enjoy a drink or two with our meals. Neither of us, nor any family members, have struggled with alcohol or made any poor decisions regarding drinking. She constantly grills me about how she doesn't see the need for us to have a drink so often, and has even said the same to and about my half-brother and his wife. She tries to say that drinking is impeding me from healing from my medical issues, despite getting a green light from the doctor. Today, I explained to her how she doesn't have to understand or support every decision I make, and back in January, I asked her to please only give advice if and when I ask for it. If I don't take it, she gets frustrated, passive-aggressive, and says, no one cares, or I know I'm the jerk, about her and her opinion. She even started crying because my grandparents and brother don't always take her advice that she gives without anyone asking, and then took that out on me too. She told me today she's going to give advice, and her opinion, regardless, because she's my mother and can, and tried to make it seem like I said they've not supported me whatsoever. Once I stood up for myself and told her that I don't owe them an explanation for my decisions and assured them that I'm responsible, she hung up. I'm at a loss right now. I'm sure she thinks that because I'm 23, have a job, and a boyfriend who's older, that I think I know it all, but I'm tired of all this. Any advice from anyone experiencing anything similar? Well, I can't say that I'm experiencing anything necessarily similar or have experienced it, but I would say honestly just continue to put your foot down, continue to be completely honest without needing to be aggressive about it. And if they can't respect that, explain to them that you're going to start pulling back and that if you're forced to do so, hopefully they can understand and learn to adjust and accept OP for who they are and the decisions they make. Our next story is, Entitled Parent Wants Mr. Beast Burger When a Restaurant Doesn't Serve It In-House. So, my friend Ariel, 18-year-old female at the time, used to work at a Red Robin, which is a burger restaurant in the States. 
It was a little after lunch rush when my friend encountered the entitled parent of the story, but who we'll call Karen. Now Ariel's beside me, so I'll let her take over. As I stated, it was a little after the lunch rush when Karen and her son come in. I'm what used to be called an SP or a service partner. I bring your drinks and food. I wait and I eventually get their order. They're sitting in the bar area, which is no longer exclusively for adults. At the time, which I can see through this little nook that leads from the main area to the back work area, she orders two waters, one for her and one for her kid, both adult-sized. I go over and bring the waters and then I leave. She looks at the menu and when the waiter goes over to take the order, it starts off like normal. I should quote as it's in the middle of a shift change, I was working a double. I was still there with few customers. Apparently the child wanted a Mr. Beast burger, which we do make. But since we're only partners with Mr. Beast, we can't sell the burgers in-house and it's only for online orders. Only Entitled Karen, after learning this from the waiter, calls for a manager to come over and deal with this. Our manager at the time was the head manager of this store, so he goes over and he starts talking with her now. I can't hear anything, but me and the two other workers who were in the back are kind of just watching through the tiny nook. Eventually he comes back. This woman is very upset because we won't make the burger in store for her and her son, and they say they'll leave after this. We think that's the end of it, but we're also wrong. As her kid got up and goes out to the main lobby area, the mom stops for a moment, and then the next thing we know, we see her pick up both waters, which they had ordered but not drunk from yet, and dump them right onto the table. She then calmly walked out. We had no idea what caused the woman to think doing that was a good idea, but she did it. We quickly rushed over to the table, saving the tablet on the table. We never did see her again, which was lucky as our manager was very upset that scene happened. Not gonna lie, this whole ghost kitchen thing is very weird, and for some people who aren't necessarily technologically savvy or, hey, wanna be able to sit in, It probably is a little frustrating to see online that the address is this Red Robin. You go there and they say, hey, no, sorry, you gotta order online. Now, that doesn't excuse any of that entitled behavior or the water dumping, but at least to a minuscule degree, I kind of understand why they would be frustrated. This next story is, Entitled Mom Thinks Her Son Is Entitled To My Merchandise. I, 22-year-old non-binary, am finishing up my last semester of college and decided to sell some keychains and vinyl stickers I made at my school's spring market. I laser cut these keychains and put slogans, royalty-free icons, and some of my own personal designs on them. The keychains are pretty reasonably priced, $5 to $8 depending on the complexity of the design, and usually sell like hotcakes at the market. I'm a big Minecraft fan, so I make a lot of creeper keychains, which are pretty popular with the younger demographic. I was at my stall at the market and was finishing up a few transactions with customers when a boy, probably age 10 to 13, snags one of my more detailed and larger Minecraft keychains off of my display. I call after him and tell him that he needs to pay for the keychain. He continues to run away and I flag over the market coordinator John to report the kid. Eventually, John finds the kid and tells him he needs to pay for the keychain. The kid, followed by his mom, makes their way over to my stall. I tell the mom that her kid stole the keychain and it either needs to be returned or paid for. 
The mom immediately begins going off about how ridiculous and embarrassing the whole ordeal is. Not only did I scream at her son, but I sent John over to make him pay, embarrassing him in front of the whole market. The mother exclaims that her son is going through therapy because he has onset social anxiety disorder, as well as onset agoraphobia. She proceeds to look down at my shoes and see that I have a creeper on my Crocs and says that I could relate to the love of the video game and cut her son some slack because that's the honorable thing to do for a child in need. I told her that I would be happy to give him a discount but I couldn't afford to give these away for free as I used the profits to pay for my college tuition. I also told her that I sympathize with her son but social anxiety is not an excuse to be a thief. This seemed to set her off, and she began screaming at me saying her son's not a thief. At this point, she was scaring customers away and people were actively walking away from the booths near mine to avoid the conflict. I tried to keep a level head, and at this point her son looked like he wanted to shrivel away. I felt bad for the kid. No wonder he has social anxiety with a mom who was willing to make a scene like this. The kid tried to give me the $8 that the keychain cost, but the mom took it out of his hand and shoved it in her pocket. Eventually, John came and asked her to step away from the booth as she was disturbing customers. She ended up leaving, and the kid paid for his keychain. I ended up throwing in a free sticker to apologize for him having a mother like that. Overall, I ended up selling out of my stock and had an uneventful rest of the market. Some onlookers even remarked that I handled the situation pretty well. Needless to say, I'll probably be switching to online sales for the foreseeable future. I think the only downside for OP is switching to online sales. There's a lot more competition there. When you're at this market, you're there, the kid sees it, they'll probably get it. Online, there's probably 500 million Minecraft Creeper keychains out there. This next story is, Entitled Mother Gets Her Way, Only For It To Backfire Spectacularly. This tale takes place decades ago, before the rise of the internet, before cell phones. Phones were in the process of shedding their tails, so to speak. I was a girl fast approaching her double digits. Months earlier, my silent world had exploded into sound with the invention of a pair of tiny battery-powered devices that boosted sound called hearing aids. Before this, one made do wearing earpieces connected to a black box worn on the chest using a harness. These devices had a lot of issues and didn't work well with me. Too much feedback. I would much later make use of a similar system called an FM system during later school years. My 10th birthday was on the horizon. My parents surprised me by renting the party room of my favorite pizza restaurant where most of the staff knew sign language. The restaurant is set up with the party room in the back corner. On the opposite side is the arcade room. There's no door between the party room and arcade. This is important. Below these rooms was the standard restaurant floor. Booths lined the walls. The midsection was divided into two parts. The front part was sunken, much like a 70s area conversation pit. A central circular table held a fireplace, while gaming systems lined the tables against the walls. NES, NES, N64, Sega, Atari, and PlayStation. No Xbox, as that would be released five years later. The section behind that was regular table and chair seating. Both sections were rentable for parties. We were setting up in the party room when Entitled Mother appeared. I saw her talking to my uncle and didn't think anything about it as I was in the process of studying my word list. 
At this point, I was learning to form my noises into words. I could make sounds, just not actual words. A light shoulder tap got my attention, and my cousin signed that my uncle wanted my attention. I go to him. He signed that Entitled Mother wanted the party room and was offering to switch with us. I asked where her section was. It was the back section of the middle area, and I agreed to the switch. We switch, and I overhear Entitled Mother complaining about gang signs and not being sure of switching for fear of violence. But Entitled Kid wanted the party room. We switch. This puts us right next to the arcade. A bit later, I'm having my speech lesson with my dad. Entitled Kid and friends try to dash through to get to the arcade, is told he can't, and runs off crying to Entitled Mother. I'm on my dad's lap with one hand on my chest and my other on his, trying to mimic the same motions his chest makes as he says the words on my list. I'm struggling with a word. We hear a screech. Entitled Mother's pointing at us and screeching about sex, our use of gang signs, and how her husband was going to arrest us all when his backup arrived. My uncle stood. Now he's a huge beefcake of a man who is a big teddy bear inside. He towers well over her and glares at her. His mouth is moving. I later learned he was telling her I was deaf, learning to speak, and the language was sign language, not gang signs. And no, her spawn and friends were not going to disrupt our party. They can go around us instead. He didn't care it was too far, an entitled kid was not unable to walk the distance. At that, red and blue lights start flashing outside. An entitled mother looks smug. Cops rush in. Her face as my uncle greeted them was priceless. My uncle was the police chief. He told entitled mother she had a choice. Either she could wear a pair of silver bracelets and stay a night in five-star lodgings, or she could explain to Entitled Kid he can't disrupt our party and has to walk around us to get to the arcade while leaving us alone. The cops are dispersed, and my uncle gives an assignment to Pete and Jim, fake names, to stay. It's a good thing he did. Entitled Mother ended up earning herself a pair of shiny silver bracelets and a night in five-star lodgings. First, Entitled Kid and friends destroyed the salad bar. Next, he tried to make off with the N64, then nearly succeeded with the PlayStation. He also got caught trying to steal my new Hot Wheels garage playset twice. I think I overheard her calling me an R-word and asking why I wasn't in a home yet. The stereotype was finally starting to fall. Entitled Mother tried to skip out on paying for the party room in which she actually never bought the party package. Husband wasn't even a cop. He ran the evidence lockup area. This was over 27 years ago, and it's fuzzy. I'll answer any questions to the best of my ability. I'm not gonna lie, having heard this story, I am stunned that there wasn't like some form of shock or remorse on the person's face when they found out that it was sign language, not gang signs. And God forbid you might fear that this kid might grow up entitled having to deal with being exposed to their parent who's incredibly entitled all their life, but it already seems like they're well entitled too. I feel like this family is just a walking disaster no matter where they go. Always gonna be some kind of trouble. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time. 
with some more stories. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. 